Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. I am your host, Tinfoil Tom, and you've landed yourself in the middle of unbelievable mysteries. As a friendly reminder, I'd like to ask that if you were listening on Apple Podcasts, that you kindly rate and review the show and check out the Patreon for the program. New rules of Tinfoil aren't cheap, and every dollar helps find the truth. We'll be right back after this quick ad. Welcome back to the show. We are continuing with our series, North American Cryptids, for the fall season. On today's episode, we are telling a truly twisted tale out of New Jersey. And no, I'm not talking about the Jersey Shore. Today we're talking about the Jersey Devil. Sit back, grab a glass of water, and let's investigate what's really lurking somewhere deep in the woods in New Jersey. Something I automatically think of when someone mentions New Jersey is the Jersey Devil, a mythical creature hiding in the shadows within the New Jersey Pine Barrens. Cloven hooves, bat-like wings, a forked tail. The New Jersey Devil sounds rather ominous. But what is it? Where does it come from? The area that the Jersey Devil is said to inhabit is an area known as the Pine Barrens. One look at this area and we can understand how it could be theorized that a creature could be hiding out there. An ecosystem stretching out over seven counties in New Jersey, it's dominated by thick coverage of, well, you guessed it, pine trees. It remains mostly rural in the area, leading many to theorize that someone or something could be in those woods. Something perhaps not of this world. Aside from cryptids like Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, the Jersey Devil retains a certain amount of notoriety and remains popular among monster hunters and popular in media publications as well. But where did it all begin? As the story goes, according to Rutgers University professor Angus Cress Gillespie, in 1735, in a rural settlement, Mrs. Leeds was pregnant with her then 13th child. Mother Leeds' husband, Daniel, was not what would be considered a supportive husband when it came to helping with the children, and Mrs. Leeds was growing fed up. Understandably so. When the child was born, in a moment of weakness or frustration or both, she said, quote, I hope this one's not a child. Let this one be the devil. End quote. Everything seemed fine at first, but shortly after the child was born, it began to transform. It grew larger than any person, developed cloven hooves, bat-like wings, a serpentine tail, and dark-colored eyes, the color of coal. According to Gillespie, it then slit the throat of the midwife and all the attendants in the room with one swipe of its mighty arm and flew up the chimney out into the Pine Barrens, where it wrecked havoc on the people of New Jersey and the surrounding area for hundreds of years. In the years since, every sort of disaster has been blamed on this creature. Everything from crops and livestock dying to missing persons and every imaginable sort of tragedy known to mankind. Some interesting and notable cases of the Jersey Devil have been documented over time. In my research, I came across this interesting case called the Wharton State Forest Deaths. In 1980, Chief Forest Ranger Alan McFarlane was called to a farm in the state forest to investigate a bizarre incident involving the brutal murders of the farmer's pigs. Someone, or something, 
had eaten through the back of the pig's skulls and allegedly consumed the animal's brains. Some other minor injuries were seen on the bodies. Strangely, no tracks or blood were found except for head trauma and some scratches. What could have caused such a targeted attack on the livestock? Reports of livestock being murdered over the years were often attributed to the Jersey Devil. Is this just another example? In the same year, a group of bikers were riding in the forest of the Pine Barrens. Riding dirt bikes is not uncommon in the area, as the forested area is very rural. According to the men in the group, while riding one day, they heard a blood-curdling, inhuman scream after the bikes had suddenly stalled on them in the middle of the forest. Some of the men ran for it, while others stayed and continued to hear the howls. None of the men were injured, but what did they hear in the woods that day? Another strange case happened in 1927, when a cab driver reported something unusual while driving in the area. Supposedly, the cab driver stopped after he realized he had a flat tire, so he got out to fix it. Shortly after, he heard something strange. Something landed on the roof of his cab and began pounding as hard as it could. The cab driver swears it was the Jersey Devil, and in a state of fright and panic, made a hasty getaway. From what I've seen, the most famous of the sightings occurred in 1909, when thousands of people from all walks of life reported sightings of the Jersey Devil. Guards even rode on train cars with loaded guns to fend off attacks from the beast after panicked citizens reported sightings all over the state and beyond to law enforcement and the media. Reports from January 16th to the 23rd were printed in various newspapers of the time of the winged creature, wrecking all manner of havoc and carnage across the region. This, although the most widely reported example of the Jersey Devil, may also be one of the most widely documented cases of mass hysteria that I've ever seen as well. Now, the Leeds family was indeed real, even in the time period the local legend suggests, but they may not be exactly who you think they are. Daniel Leeds was an author who published a yearly almanac, and for those who don't know, an almanac has all sorts of things like astrological information, weather, poems, all sorts of stuff in it, as they were very popular at the time. Due to his usage of astrology, he was mocked and harassed by the local Quakers, who called him names such as Evil or Satan's Harbinger, which would definitely come into play later on in the Jersey Devil's heritage. Daniel satirized the Quakers in his almanac, and the feud continued. Eventually, Daniel's son took over the publication, but he had competition in the form of poor Richard's almanac, published by none other than founding father Benjamin Franklin. Lead son Titan and Franklin continued this competition against each other until Titan's death, at which time Franklin's almanac continued to thrive and Leeds, well, he disappeared for a time. Fast forward to the Revolutionary War, when the country looked for British sympathizers to ridicule and the Leeds devil was born. Supposedly, it also had something to do with the Leeds family alleged interest in the occult, according to some reports of the time. I'm also not certain, but a certain Benjamin Franklin could have had something to do with this legend manifesting itself as well. The Leeds Devil would remain a sort of local legend until being resurrected in the early 20th century by a public relations person for an oddities museum and became, you guessed it, the Jersey Devil. Whatever the case may be, legends always start somewhere. Some element of truth always remains. In this case, a literal political scapegoat might lend to the Jersey Devil's goat-like features and his devil-like appearance, demonizing others that may be different from us. It's a sad tale too often told. 
Unless we are able to learn from the mistakes of our past and accept everyone as equals, we are doomed to repeat the missteps of our forefathers. Unless, of course, that is, we find ourselves alone in a deep, dark wood some night in the forests of New Jersey and hear something stepping towards us in the darkness. Then maybe, just maybe, we might see if the Jersey Devil is the stuff of lore and legend, or maybe reality. That's going to do it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun on this one. Till next time, I've been your host, Tinfoil Tom, saying, I'm ready to believe you. Bye-bye. If you like the show or have suggestions and or comments, be sure to leave a message for the show via the Anchor app. And if you'd like to help support future content, consider supporting the Patreon for the podcast. Link for that is in the show notes.